You want a word? No, do you want a word? All right, I'm going to give you a word in season. Is that okay? Everybody shout, a word in season. Because you can get a word if it's not in season, it doesn't have as much power. But if it's in season, that's called a right now on time word. And I am prepared, believe me, to give you a right now on time word. Religious folks always want a text, so I'll give you a text. Isaiah chapter 50. Some folks say Isaiah, however you say it. We say in Kentucky, Isaiah. Amen. It's all the same. Chapter 50 and verse 4. The Lord God has given me the tongue of the learned. Notice didn't say he was learned, but he had the tongue of the learned. The Lord God has given me the tongue of the learned that I may know how to sustain him. Some folks need a word of sustainment. And I'll tell you why. Because the thief comes to kill. The thief comes to steal. The thief comes to destroy. He's a robber and he's a liar. And he's out to get everything that belongs to you. Not because he cares anything about you except that you are made in the image of the Lord God Almighty. So you need a word of the learned to be sustained. I want you to shout, I shall be, I shall be sustained. That means your present is taken care of, your past is canceled, and your future is brighter than your present. You're about to be sustained. When you feel like falling, underneath you will find an arm reaching over the sapphire sill of heaven's gate. You will be sustained. When you feel like you can't take another step, you will find that you shall not want. The Lord God has given me the tongue of the learned that I may know how to sustain him who is weary with a word. He awakens me morning by morning. He awakens my ear to listen as the learned. Here's the translation I like best. The Lord God has given me the tongue of the learned that I may know how to speak a word in season to him that is weary. In the decade of 2020s, our word from God, I said our word from God, I said our word from God, I said our word from God, I is Psalm 8110. Open your mouth with a mighty decree, and God said, I will fulfill it. Now you'll see the words that you speak, so shall it be. I'm gonna give you a word in season for you to speak and when you declare the decree of the Lord he will do exactly 
what you say. Have faith in God. Mark eleven twenty two. For truly I say to you, Jesus said it, that whosoever shall say to this mountain, be thou removed and be cast into the sea and shall not doubt in his heart. Didn't say anything about his mind. Your mind needs renewed, but your mind can't be renewed until your heart gets right. And shall not doubt in his heart, but believe. Well, how do you know if your heart's believing? Because faith is always an act. Faith always has corresponding action. If you have faith, you'll move. If you have faith, you will shout. If you have faith, you'll pray. If you have faith, the God kind of faith, how do you know if you have the God kind of faith? Because it calls those things that be not as though they are. Therefore, what things soever you desire, when you pray, believe you receive them and you shall have them. I need everybody that believes that to act like it right now. Come on, act like it. All right. Here's another one for you to tweet. When a word from God is given. When a word, I didn't say, you know, what some preacher made up. When a word from God is given, reason is never required. If you can figure it out on your own, if you can get it on your own, if you can accomplish it on your own, why would you need faith? Faith requires divine intervention. Ah, raise your hand and shout, come on, Holy Ghost. I need some divine intervention. I've had enough mechanical irrigation. I need some divine intervention. Right now, in my family, in my future, in my relationships, in my heart, in my mind, I need you. When a word from God is given, reason is never required. Here's another tweet. You ready? Reason is what you do when you have no faith. If you're trying to figure it out, faith is not involved. If you're saying, oh God, what am I going to do? Faith is not involved. When faith's involved, you pillow your head in the shaggy mane of the lion and sleep like a baby. And instead of saying, oh God, what are you going to do? You say, hey God, what you going to do about this? And go to sleep. Here's another tweet. 
Worry is an insult to the God you claim you serve. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for his namesake. And yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no COVID, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over. Come on, I need to see somebody's cup overflowing. Surely goodness and mercy follow me all the days of my life. I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever, dwelling in the secret place of the Most High, abiding under the shadow of the Almighty and saying of the Lord, you are my refuge, you are my fortress, you are my God and in you will I trust, have faith. What is faith? Steadfast confidence, trust and assurance that God is who he said he was and will do what he said he would do. Got it? Shout glory. Be seated. Now as we approach Passover, Passion Week, Good Friday, that triumphal entry, that barbaric crucifixion. And then one week from today, that glorious resurrection from the dead, the apex of our hope in God, the crown jewel of our faith. He is not here. Watch, he is risen. Why? As he A word. Just one word produces a miracle. That word uttered out of the lips of the sweet psalmist of Israel, King David, thou shalt not leave my soul in hell, nor suffer thy darling to see corruption. Waited a hundred years. Once it's released into the atmosphere, that word becomes like the eyes of the Lord, roaming to and fro, finding who and when its manifestation will come. What kicked the end out of the tomb? Jesus? Not so. The Holy Ghost? Not so. God the Father? Not so. David? What? David had been dead for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years. His jaws now disintegrating bones in his sepulcher. It is impossible for him to speak a word, but he had. And so, sometime when he was wrapped in grave clothes, that word 
looked down and said, My time has come. For he that ascended is he that first descended into the lower parts of the earth. There he led captivity, captive Jesus, and he gave gifts to men. It was Jesus wading through the ashes of bygone millenniums of time, grabbing the devil by the nap of the neck, casting him off his imperial throne, put one foot on devils, the other on the crumbling empire of death, raised his hands to the Father and shouted, I am he that was dead and I am alive forevermore how how what was it that invaded that borrowed tomb of Joseph of Arimathea and raised to life again the three day dead body of the Prince of God what was it a word one word You'll not leave me in hell. What caused him to suffer, sigh, cry, and die, bleed, wheeze, weep, agonize? He had that word. He had that word. That's all he had was a word. You will not leave me in hell. You will not suffer me. To see corruption. Corruption begins in a human body on the fourth day. That's why Lazarus got up on the fourth day and they said he stinketh. They didn't say that about Jesus because decomposition had not set in. He will not suffer his darling to be corrupted. So on the third day that word raised him to life again. I dare you to thank God for a word. I mean, thank, I mean, thank him for a word. I declare and decree every prophetic word ever declared over you from God in the entirety of your life will come to pass, says the Lord. My word will not fail. He said, my word is forever. Your miracle hadn't shown up yet. My word, I dare you to square your shoulders, make your backbone like a T-rail, drop your lower jaw, and shout, I got a word. And so shall it be. God's word cannot fail. Now act like you believe it. April, you getting it right now. You getting it right now. Come up here, April. Come up here, April, hurry. Come up here, April. You getting it right now, so shall it be. Yeah, turn to somebody and tell them, so shall it be, so shall it be, so shall it be. I got a word on it. Shout and rejoice.
He's not going to leave you in hell. He's not going to leave your family in hell. He's not going to leave your body tormented. He's not going to leave your bank account at double zero. He's not going to let America die as long as we've got a word. Blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord. Be seated. We are enthused because we are infused. We have come to the kingdom for such a time as this. You have come to the kingdom for such a time as this to affect a divine disturbance in the soul of the church. Somebody shout yeah. We're about to realize that the heart of the human problem is just the problem of the human heart. Hallelujah. We're about to serve the living Savior with reckless abandon Everybody that's going to serve him with reckless abandon, get on your feet and abandon your pride with a praise. I got a feeling everything's going to be all right. Oh, I got a feeling everything's going to be all right. Oh, I got a feeling. Everything's gonna be alright, be alright, be alright, be alright. Cause I gotta work. All right. Get ready to shout what I say. Alright. I'm about to serve my savior. 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 With reckless abandon. With reckless abandon. Watch this devil. Watch now praise him with reckless abandon. Get your clap on. Get your shout on. Get your wave on. Get your spin on. I want you to praise him like you were there on that first home Sunday. I want you to wave of victory, crowns of glory in front of our King. I want you to serve him with reckless abandon. All right, you ready? All right, all right. Say, I got a word. I got a word. I'm about to serve my Savior. About to serve my Savior. All week long. All week long. With reckless abandon. Reckless, but I'm not finished yet. All 
All right, all right. I'm about to serve my Jesus. About to serve my Jesus with uncommon, <laughs> with uncommon generosity. Generosity. I'm gonna give when there ain't no more to give, I'm gonna and give I'm gonna start with a praise right now. Hey! My praise is a weapon. We're laying down palm leaves of praise. He's about to go to Gethsemane. He's about to climb Golgotha's hill. And on the third day, that word is about to find him. And he's coming up out that grave. I want you to give him an uncommon resurrection praise. you're about to serve him with uncommon generosity I want you to praise him that he's gonna help you to sow a seed like you've never sown in your life believe for your miracle seed do it now For those of you that don't know, our uncommon generosity reaches an apex at resurrection seat when everybody, everybody sows at least one full week's increase where everybody that's been here more than three days sows an even greater seed. You say, where will I find it? Sow it and turn your cable off for a week. Sow it and turn your satellite off for a month. You got a Bible, you don't need a satellite for that. You want to find your seed, go mow a lawn. You want to find a seed, take another job. You want to find, I don't care. But today, I feel like there are a lot of folk that are not even going to be ready on Good Friday because they're already behind. But if you take for the next seven weeks beginning today, one day's increase seven weeks from now you can catch up because there's something called Pesach Shani what does that mean? that means 30 days after Easter according to God's word he will give you a do-over I don't have time to I've never done this in my life but I just feel like a lot of you behind and you want to get caught up, you're going to do everything you can Easter, and then you're going to fill out one of those cards today, even online, and say, all right, the next seven weeks, 
One day's increase is this, auto deducted. You're never gonna miss it. Come on, come on. But it'll make a record in heaven. Oh my God. 37 years ago, 37 years ago, God gave me this word. It is his word. You don't believe it? First year, we believed for $100,000. God gave us 144,000. When it was finished, 147,000. That was 37 years ago. For the last 10 years, well, would you like to know the total? How many of you were not alive 37 years ago? Raise your hand. That's what I thought. God was working this miracle before they were born. Come on. Hey, God. Would you like to know what God has done for his kingdom? Every dollar of it going into his kingdom? Would you like to know what he's done in the last 37 years? Come on. $123 million. It bought the equipment. It bought the television cameras. It bought those pews. It built this building. It paid for the Mac building. It paid for Harvest Preparatory School. It paid for Valor Christian College Canfield Hall. Cunningham Hall. Jude Hall. The floor you walk on. It paid for it. Wave at that camera and say, thank you for that camera. Thank you for that camera. $123 million. One word. One word. One word. I don't have time to preach it. Miss Deborah's here. Be seated. And everybody on three, get your glove up and catch it. I didn't say three. On three, everybody, everybody at home shouting right now. Everybody in Elkhart, Indiana, jumping up and shouting right now. On three, get your glove up. I'm going to give you something to catch. You ready? One, two, one, two, three, get your glove up. Come on, get ready. God said, in the next 30 days, beginning today, according to his word, I can give you a word for all seven of these. Are you ready? Ready. All seven of them in Joel chapter 2. Are you ready? Ready. God is about to send an angel on assignment for you. Act like you're ready, 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 ready. Number two, God who has been fighting with you is this week 
about to fight for you. He's going to become an adversary to your adversary. Who needs it? Who needs it? Who needs God to fight your battle? Number three, get your glove up, catch it. God is going to give you an overflow of assets. Somebody that's got more debt than assets needs to get their shouting, shouting. An asset is something that is necessary. And I'm Okay, I don't want you to miss this. Because I'm believing. And, and, and it gets in the head and then it gets in the body. But I'm believing. I'm believing. I'm believing for that curtain. Is that curtain paid for? No. Yes. Seats and curtain paid for already. I dare you to thank God your seat is paid for. Now shall I believe? Shall I believe? Shall I believe? Turn to three people and say, I believe, 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 I believe. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Point back yonder at that curtain. Point at that curtain. Say in the name of Jesus Christ, in the name of Jesus God's Christ. house needed a new curtain. God's house needed a new curtain. Father, Father we, believe you we believe you to pay for it, pay for it. Friday, night. Friday night. Now shout because you said it and you believe. Turn to somebody and say, I agree, I agree, I agree, I agree, I agree. Point at that screen and shout. Be paid for, I command you. Now wait a minute. I'm tired of God's parking lot having potholes big enough to drive a Volkswagen into. tired of having to fix people's tires what got blown out trying to get through the parking lot this is God's house we have to get some repairs done before Dominion camp meeting you want to know how much just the repairs would be $250,000 dance now Point at a door and command that parking lot.
God money to come in. We command the money to come in to pay for it. While you're dancing, thank God for paying for that carpet. I'm not sure you're getting it. I'm not sure you're getting it. If you're getting it, shout, 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 shout. You're going to like this next week. Say this with me. The Lord my God. The Lord my God. According to his word. According to his word. Makes rich. Makes rich. And adds no sorrow. And adds no sorrow. With it. With it. It is God's will. It is God's for me to be in health. For me to be in and health. to prosper. And to prosper. So I do. So I do. Now get your glove up and praise. Because God is about to give you. Not only assets, but abundance. An asset is what you need. Abundance is what you want. The first miracle Jesus ever performed was not a miracle of need. He said when they wanted wine he turned water into wine i want you to lose your natural mind giving him an uncommon praise for abundance in your life i, I gotta praise i gotta praise and i gotta get it out got sickness in your body get ready in the next seven days come on because he promised during Passover season he would remove all affliction you got a word on it you got a word on it Start shouting, I am healed. I am healed. I am healed. Somebody need to shout, get thee behind me, Satan. Get thee behind, behind me, Satan. Get your glove up. Excuse me, I'm drunk. God is about to make you, Joel chapter 2, ageless. Do you know what that means? Let the barren rejoice. Barrenness is leaving you. Barrenness.
of joy, barrenness of victory, barrenness of a job, barrenness in your womb, barrenness for a spouse, all your barrenness. Receive Jehovah Cherub is in the house. The Lord, the sword is spinning over you now. Number seven. Number seven, seven, beginning today, shout it's New Year's in the spirit. Forget January 1, it's New Year's. New Year's. You about to get an alpha year, the best year you've ever had. I need somebody to clap, somebody to run, somebody to dance, somebody to spin, somebody to wave, somebody to shout. We receive it, God. Come on, get your praise up. Praise till you know it got through. Everybody do this for me. Just one time, just all the way around. 
If you're not dizzy, give me one more. You know what that's called? That's called a revolution. That's a revolution. Yes, sir. That's what God's about to do. So I looked up revolution. And you know what Webster said? Webster said, activity. Hmm. Faith without activity is death. Activity, which is designed to affect change. I always say quit putting stuff up before I say it. In the socio-economic situation, not of everybody, but of somebody in a certain segment of the population. Shout, that's me. I'm about to have a revolution. Revolution means to overthrow one ruler and install another. We're about to overthrow debt and install prosperity in your... Today, today, you point at your neighbor and say he's talking about me. You have the ability, have the ability to direct, to direct divine, divine activity. God forever surrendered his right to act independently in your life in Genesis chapter 3. That's the reason he needs you to get in agreement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. he gives you a word and tells you to obey it, and your obedience unlocks his miracle. Isn't this simple? I'm coming. God said to Naaman, hey Naaman, well God didn't say, God told the prophet and the prophet, why? Why? Why didn't God tell Naaman? That's all you religious folk. Why didn't God tell him? Talking about you right there. You, you the one I'm talking to right now. Are you listening? I can't hear you.
religion consistently wants you to talk you out of what God the Holy Spirit and His Word are trying to talk you into. God told His prophet because His Word says trust in the Lord your God and you will be established. But then he said, believe his prophet and so shall you prosper. Meaning he's gonna put a word in the man's mouth and when that man speaks that word, you believe it and act on it, you will receive the blessing. Woo! So God told a man with leprosy through his prophet. Go dip seven times in Jordan. Uh-huh. And when you come up the seventh time, you'll be clean of your leprosy. And he said, I'll do no such thing. I'm a king. I traveled all this way. And now here you stand here, tell me to dip in that little creek you call a river full of dirt and filth. Oh, you always got an excuse, don't you? Well, that's not my word. I can't believe that preacher talked about money. You talk about it all day, every day. I've been at your kitchen table. God gave his man a word, just like he gave me one 37 years ago. No different. I got 37 years of amens. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. Go dip in the Jordan. And you know what the people around him said? What I hope a whole lot of folks say to you today and you watching too. They said, hey, like dude, for real, if he would have told you to do something hard, mount up an army and go conquer three nations and your leprosy will be clean, you'd have done it. But because he told you something so simple, you refused to do it. So Naaman said, which way the river went and dipped and the seventh time came up shouting, clean, leprosy gone, why? He got a word from a man in season when he was weary and his victory was accomplished. Why won't we just do what God directs? God said three times a year, come before me and don't come empty handed. God told three lepers through his servant, go show yourself to the priest. Two two of them did not receive their cleansing. One did. When water became wine, it was because Jesus said to them, his mother said, whatever he said to you, do it. 
Nike. Just do it. Lift up your hands and say, I receive this word. I receive this word into my heart, into my mind. I thank you for it, Lord Jesus. I receive it as your word. I will obey it and I will be blessed. Amen. 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 Hey, thanks for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed it, I want to invite you to tell someone in your life about the podcast. Hope you'll do it today. Head on over to iTunes and leave a review. Share it on your social networks for me. Really helps me get the word out. I'd love for you to connect with me on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram. No easier way for me to minister to you every day and throughout the day and for us to join together in faith as God moves in and through your life. You can find links to all my pages at rodparsley.com. God bless you now, and I hope you'll listen again soon.